<laughs> Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Power Life TV channel, Power Life TV broadcast. This is Restoring Families with Pastor Brian and Pastor Tasha. We're here to give you another great broadcast. It's Monday. Monday. Monday morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. How do you like Sunday service? I love it. It was so good. It, I loved it. It was good. It's good to be back on the property. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. it was such a beautiful day. Yeah. Turned out to be a beautiful day after all of that rain. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for, for, for uh, power and authority he's He's given to I us. Know, right? Amen. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, yes, we enjoyed ourselves on Sunday and we introduced uh, to our congregation uh, that God has called us to teach on the kingdom of God. Yes. And uh, we received a op wonderful opportunity to be mentored uh, by a powerful ministry. And so we're going to just, we're going to just take this kingdom message all over the world. That's right. And you know, this week we're going to talk about kingdom family. I'm excited. And I think it's such I'm a excited. good message. And we're starting with uh, the foundation for family. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're coming out of Proverbs four verses one through five. And yeah. I think, one thing that just stands out and just screams out at you is what is important to God? What is foundational mm -hmm. when it comes to family? What mm -hmm. does God say yeah. the foundation of the family is? Now, we have a lot of humanistic and world point of views. We're not going to do that today. Yeah. What we're going to look just at is the, the, is the word, the mm -hmm. God point of view on you know what does this institution look like mm -hmm. and so uh, i want to say something before we do this though i, I sure. want i want to make sure you uh tune in today and tune in all week because uh this is a this is going to be a wonderful topic you're going to learn a lot of things Ooh, yes. uh, also we've started our 21 days of fasting mm. for those of you who are uh, wondering about that we have uh we're going to take 21 days to fast and to make kingdom confessions and so go out to our website and you'll see we have day one, day two, day three, but we also have confessions of kingdom abundance, confessions of debt freedom, and mm -hmm. just a bunch of different things for you to be a part of. Uh, also, my wife and I, we're doing a Daniel fast. Amen. So that means vegetables, vegetables and water and water. As y'all can see, we don't have our coffee cups up there, up, up here today. We have our water. Amen. So get your water, just hydrate, 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 and uh, let the Lord speak to you during this time of 21 days of fasting. I just wanted to just share that. It's also a time of no sweets. Mm -hmm. You know, the Daniel fast mm -hmm. includes no sweets. So <laughs> I can be okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I, I want a little sweet. I like but sugar. You, but in you're my all coffee. the sweet I need. <laughs> oh, you're all the sweet. <laughs> so let's start out with the word. <laughs> let's get back to the word. Come on, let's get in the spirit. Come on, let's get in the spirit. Amen. So, so where are we, Proverbs? What? Proverbs 4, verses 1 through 5. It says, Hear my children. The first word is what? Hear. Hear. So last week we talked about hearing and being heard. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just really we, we sort of dove into the subject of communication, which is one of the most important components to a kingdom family, mm -hmm. hearing and being heard. That's good. 
And we work through a lot of dysfunctional behavioral issues mm-hmm. and how to address them. Mm-hmm. And so if you did yeah. not watch last week, you need to go back and watch those videos. Yeah, they were good. so great. That was so good. Um, <clears throat> but Proverbs so good. 4, 1 through 5 says this, here, listen, mm-hmm. my children, I love that it has that term of endearment, mm-hmm. my offspring, mm-hmm. um, the instruction of a father. So on a foundational level, God wants you to hear the instruction of your heavenly father. Mm-hmm. If you are children of the most high God, you should hear what God has to say about these matters. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it says, yeah. And give attention to know, first of all, be knowledgeable about it, mm-hmm. and to know understanding mm-hmm. what stance you should get under. Mm-hmm. And so, for I give you a I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother. He also taught me and said mm. to me, let your heart retain my words. Don't forget them now. Let your heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and listen to this. Live. live. Mm-hmm. You want to live? Wow, this is good. You're going to have to do this. You're going to let your heart retain God's words. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to allow yourself to keep God's commands uh, concerning these things. And then it says this very important thing. Get wisdom. Now, mm-hmm. what is wisdom? Wisdom is applicable knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's knowledge that can be applied in life. Mm-hmm. And it says this, get understanding, yeah. get the right stance to get under. Mm-hmm. So in other words, it's saying, get my ideologies. Right. Yeah. Listen to this. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Now, this is so good because as you were speaking, <laughs> I was getting a revelation. Many male men, fathers, Mm -hmm. desire to be leaders. Mm. But what I'm catching in this is that unless the man is following after God, it's going to be hard to get the woman to follow the man. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be hard to get the children to listen to the man. That's right. You know, we have a lot of people that that are trying to father and be a good husband without God. That is very true. You know, you know, I want you to follow me. You know, right. I, when I say follow me, you know, I'm not saying that you're subservient or anything like that, but just get just follow our mission, you know. Right. Well, and and, yes. and the thing of it is is that how can you follow me if I'm not following God? Right. Well, you know, cuz your desire is to follow God. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times what we do is we miss the true meaning of the word submission. Mm, uh, we think preach. it means slavery or servitude, mm-hmm. and that is not what submission is. Yeah. You we have, need to read, write a book on this. One. We this so, so need good. to write a book on it because true submission is based on willingness, mm-hmm. willingness to get under one's mission. That's right. In other words, if I'm forced to, then I'm a slave. Mm-hmm. And that's not submission. Right. That's not true submission. And if I'm manipulated to, mm-hmm. then you know I'm still being treated like a child or someone who's under you. Mm. If you consider me your equal, then I should willingly uh, mm. do or get under your mission, whatever that may be. Well, where do we mm. get a picture of that? We see a picture of that with Jesus and his yeah, father. That's right. Jesus submitted to his father. And that did not mean that Jesus was weak. Mm-hmm. So submission does not mean weak. Mm-hmm. It just means this. I only do what I see, see the father, father do. do. Yeah. When you see me, you see a reflection of my what husband. Yeah. And if you're not seeing that, it's 
because maybe I don't respect Respect. my Mm -hmm. husband. Well, guess what? Respect is a necessary component Mm -hmm. in this relationship. Not only do I respect you, that's why it's so easy for me to get up under your mission, but you respect me. So you're not going to misuse your mm-hmm. position mm-hmm. Uh, of authority to put me down in any mm-hmm. way. Knowing true leadership always picks up, builds up and separate and, 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 and celebrates. And you and I equally respect the father. Oh, yeah. And we desire to follow after him. So if mm-hmm. I'm not following after him, it's going to be hard for me to command you to follow after me. Right. And, and so when I look at this and I don't I don't want to deviate from the scripture that you just read, Proverbs four, one through five, it says, hear the instruction of a father. Yes. So we have many mothers that are teaching many wives that are teaching and I'm not taking anything away from your anointing and Mm -hmm. I'm not taking anything away from your grace, but really God's foundation was men. You should be instructing your children. It is the man. You should be teaching. Yeah. And you can see that in the life of Abraham. That's right. I was about that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to go there, but God trusted uh, the whole nation with Abraham Abraham was the foundation on which he built the Hebrew nation. Why? Because he would instruct his children. Mm -hmm. Abraham personally instructed his children, not the mother, not the mother opening the Bible and teaching her children Sunday school lessons, but the father. Father. That's right. It's so important. It's so important. Uh, It's something about the voice of a father pouring and speaking into your life, mm-hmm. you give attention to it as a child. Mm-hmm. And so uh, good. Oh, I've man. seen it in, you know, in many young people, especially working in childcare. Uh, I used to work in childcare and it was such a difference between when the mother walked into the room mm-hmm. and when the father walked into the room, mm-hmm. he really commanded authority. And even with the younger generation, this current generation, you would think, well, it's different now, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're in the millennium, right? And things are so much different. No, it's just the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the father still commands a certain uh, attention because he was designed to. Mm. Uh, So let's look at some of these foundational truths. Well, I want to, I want to look at one more scripture. It's in, uh, it's in Psalms 11 and three. And this is what it says that the foundations are destroyed. Uh, what can the righteous do? So we have to lay a definition of what he's talking about when he when he calls the foundation. Mm. Uh, the family we know is foundational uh, as far as how things operate in the home, right? How things operate in your neighborhoods, in your community, in your society, and in mm-hmm. your nation. And I, I'm not trying to take away from what you're going to say, but what. What, what God did is he created the male man first and he pulled the woman out of the man. Right. And so God didn't call the man to be the roof. Mm-hmm. God didn't call the man to be the walls. God didn't call the man to be the, the landscaping outside. God called the man to be the foundation. Right. And, you know, we were talking earlier and about this example that you often give about uh, this football coach. Mm-hmm. And it was this, you know, phenomenal team and they were such champions green bay packers green bay packers yeah so the uh the coach would every year you would think that he had some dynamic plan that he taught these green bay packers but no every year he would pull out a football Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he would teach these Mm -hmm. these 
Green Bay Packer, the fundamentals. Mm -hmm. He would always go back to fundamentals Mm -hmm. because he thought that if I teach them the foundation of football and the fundamentals of football, then they will learn to be the best from Mm -hmm. a foundational level. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? God wants the same thing for us. But the thing about it is a lot of times we don't even know where the foundation begins Mm -hmm. and where our training should begin. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, no wonder that, you know, we have a society right now that is reflective of the broken family, Mm -hmm. the brokenness that are found in that's found in the families is reflected in the laws that we are living by today. The brokenness has weaved its way into our country, Mm. into our cities, Mm. into our households. But guess what? It is in our households that the brokenness actually began. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to go back to the foundation. And that's what the kingdom is all about. We got to go back to the garden. Yeah, you got to go back to the garden. Jesus put the kingdom of God on the inside of us. So he's teaching us now by the Holy Spirit how to be a good kingdom family. Well, I just, I really enjoy the teachings of Dr. Miles Monroe. And I, these are our old teachings. Yeah, he's but a kingdom teacher. so good. Yeah, yeah. And what he said is that right now we are living in a national crisis. Mm. Why? Because the foundations of the family have been destroyed, destroyed. and well, maybe not destroyed, but definitely yeah. broken mm-hmm. by the moral brokenness that we're experiencing mm. right now. Well, I call it destroyed. And I know you you may say, well, you know, it's, you know, well, let's just think about a house that has a foundation that's destroyed. You know, it's very hard to repair that home. Well, yeah. I mean, the roof could be broken and the person surveying the house would say, okay, well, that could be fixed. And mm-hmm. there could be cracks in the wall and uh, they wouldn't be uh, overly alarmed at that. But mm-hmm. a broken foundation is a serious, a problem, serious problem for yeah. a home. I can see why he called it a national crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. So, uh, so I have some statistics here now, mind you, these are old statistics, Mm -hmm. you know, but these things give us a picture Mm. of what the characteristics of a fatherless home, what are the characteristics of the fatherless home Mm -hmm. on a statistical level? Mm. So, and these are America's statistics and, but I thought it's a good, um, gives you a good idea of how bad the situation really is. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. And it's certainly probably worse than what, these, these are old statistics right here. Right. Yeah, yeah so it's <laughs> certainly probably worse. But 38% of all children in America live without their father. Wow. That was back then. Yeah. 50% of today's children live with live at least half of their lives without their father. Mm. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Half of their lives. Mm. Um, Mm. 46% of all families with children headed by single mothers live below the poverty line. Mm -hmm. Now this is compared with the only 8% of children who live in a two parent home. Mm. Uh, You know, and I, and I want to say this, I applaud our mothers, especially Mm. our single mothers. Oh my goodness. I, I really do. I applaud them and I thank God for his grace and his mercy. And you know what, ladies, I want you to believe God that you can continue to raise your children in the way that they should go. Right. You know, uh, the, the thing that we see about the uh, these statistics is not to bring condemnation on anyone. Mm-hmm. And this is not to make you feel bad. And, oh, my goodness, did I make a mistake? Just understand that th- this is a time for us to pray. We mm-hmm. need to get on our knees and pray for our men, our right. young men, and train them up, you know, uh, 
uh, put good men around them, good godly men. You know, I believe in Second Timothy it is. It says there are many instructors, but not many fathers. Mm-hmm. And I think that the point of this lesson is not to say who's to blame, mm-hmm. but to say how can we yeah. address this from a different yeah. perspective? Right. What is it that I need to see? Right, right. How can I change the image on the inside of me so that my children don't have to suffer? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want to mm, say that's that good. That's a good word. this lesson comes with the approval of many single mothers who, you know, we've had this discussion and they even say, yeah, I never would have wanted this for my son. Mm. And, you know, most of the single mothers my who, daughters, are, yeah. who I talk to who are raising sons say, I really wish that they had a responsible father in their life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And so it just goes to show the despair mm. that a lot of single mothers are going through. And my heart's cry, you know, actually having single mothers in my family, it just breaks my heart, mm-hmm. the things that. Not only the single mothers go through, but the children. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's enough pressure on children without having to deal with this family dynamic. Mm, so, so true. listen to what the U.S. Department of Labor says about the absent father and how it affects the economic prospects, uh, you know, beyond childhood. Mm. 68% of youth suicides are from fatherless homes. Now, suicide rates have been on the rise as of lately. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how this statistic yeah. has been affected yeah. by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 72% of adolescent murderers grew up without fathers. Mm. 60% of America's rapists grew up without fathers. 71% of all high school dropouts grew up without fathers. Wow. Wow. 90% of all homeless and runaway children are from fatherless homes. Wow. wow. You know, the the thing that touches me when I hear these statistics, uh, I went to a men's conference, oh, probably three or four years ago. And at that conference, they called up all of the pastors and the leaders. And then they said, if you said to these men, if you haven't uh, talked to your father in a while, or if you need prayer or a touch from a father, walk up to one of these young pastors or whatever, one of these pastors and just uh, uh, talk to him and let him pray for you. Right. Well, I had a young man come to me and this man cried on my shoulder. A full grown man? Full grown man. Cried like a baby. Cried like a baby because he had never really known his father. Mm. And it was something about that atmosphere that just, the, the anointing of God just really brought out the the vulnerability of these men. These are strong men, men that had, you know, 38 years, 48 years old, and they were coming up to us so that we can pray for them they could, so that they can have a hug from a father. Yeah. You know, and finally get that wholeness. Yeah. And that, that healing, that healing. Yeah. That touch from God. Yeah. That they had, you know, experience because of the brokenness mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, here's the thing. We're not trying to, say, you know, good this or bad this. This is not a blame game. Mm -hmm. This is really addressing a national crisis Mm -hmm. and saying that we have to take another look at this thing and say what the real problem is and Mm -hmm. see what the real problem is when it comes to the brokenness in a family. Mm -hmm. Well, we really need to pray and as, as a as a church, we need to begin to form programs and different things to start young with these young men, uh, get them into learning things and uh, trades and skills so that they can go out and be productive in this earth. You know, teach them how to be men. 
Teach them how to be good fathers. Teach them to be good husbands. And we we really need to do that. We can't depend on the government to do this. And I I just have to take that little. Well, the government of this world. Yeah, the government of this world. A church family is really important. Yeah, it's really important to the development of a child. Mm -hmm. You know, especially if you find yourself in a position where your natural family has experienced this brokenness, or your natural family has decayed in some way morally, then it's wow. good to find a, a nice church family mm-hmm. where they will. And I mean, it's not even easy to find the right church, but you know, with the Holy yeah, Spirit's guidance, right. you'll, you'll you. find a church where they will love those young men to life mm-hmm. or those young women to life. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Just so you'll know, this is not a race uh, cry, you know, that we're talking about this subject, you know, one of the statistics that we have is that a missing father is a greater predictor of criminal activity than race or poverty. Mm. So we're not talking about race and we're not talking about class. We're talking about fatherlessness and how it's affecting the family. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. The absence of fathers are linked to most social nightmares, such as one of the biggest ones happening right now, boys with guns, Mm. boys with guns. And listen to this teenage pregnancies Mm. and other forms of juvenile delinquencies is all linked to these fatherless homes. Yeah. I really want to, you know, we're going to stop right there, but I really want to take some time to, to just pray over these young men. You know, I really believe that, that once we can get hold of the word of God and start following after God, you know, mm. uh, repent, the Bible says, repent. go back to the penthouse, go back to the penthouse, go back to the way of thinking that's higher, higher. And, mm. and, and not allow society to, to tell us what men are. You mm. know, we've had men become feminized. We've had men become the butt of jokes. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm getting into some more statistics here and we'll talk about that tomorrow, but I really want you to pray over these young men. Right. And I really want you to uh, uh, intercede for our young boys so that they can grow up to be strong in society. Look, look, the Bible says this. Husbands, love your wives Mm -hmm. as Christ loves the church. That means that means sacrifice. That's true. Stop thinking about yourself. Mm -hmm. Let's start thinking about others, you know. And so uh, I want to just give the opportunity to to pray during this 21 days of fasting. Take maybe take you know, an hour a day just to pray over the men in this world. Pray over, you know, just take some time to, and speak life over the men in your own life. You know, maybe your father, your husband, your, your sons, you know, speak over them. Go ahead. Right. You know, and I think that when we, when we see now a young man, we won't, you know, we'll, mm. we can hopefully see things a little different. Mm-hmm. We can see a family. Mm-hmm. We can That's see, good. you know, we can see our future and know that it's important that we protect our future, mm-hmm. uh, that it's important what you say. Mm-hmm. It's important so how good. you in address uh, your young men mm-hmm. and to put the right things in. I, I think the That's spiritual so foundation so is so important mm-hmm. uh, for the future of these young men that we, we cannot ignore mm-hmm. uh, how important it is to, to do what's right and develop uh, a spirit of uh, of love, putting the commandments of God in the hearts and the minds of our young men. Mm-hmm. Well, the, you know, and we didn't get a chance to read it today, but the Bible says of God, how can I withhold from Abraham 
that which I'm about to do, seeing that he will teach and mm. instruct the generations. Right. And so uh, we believe for that anointing. Yeah. Amen. How would your life have been different if you had a, a, a good godly father in your mm-hmm. life? You That's know? right. Or how would your life be different if you had married a good godly husband? Or mm-hmm. You know, I don't know where everybody is or uh, on this audience, but I think those are things that we got to think about That's as right. we address this issue That's right. of of the foundation of the family. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, we want to give you an opportunity to sow into this to this program. Listen, I'm, you're hearing things that you don't hear in a lot of places, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and thank God for the opportunity to, to do this. Yes. You know, thank God that we can come on every day, uh, give you quality information uh, Absolutely. information that's anointed by God. And I'm not saying it's just a two dollar horn, but you know, God puts the anointing on us to do oh, this. Oh, absolutely. He you know, gives us he the give, we, he ideas, gives, the insights, yeah. you know, we pray about our content and, you know, always want to give something that's uplifting, right. you know, a lot of fresh, times. Fresh manner. Yeah. A lot of times we crack a few jokes and such, you know, and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, <laughs> so partner with us. I, I believe you're going to really, you're going to really, really uh, uh, love what you hear. Uh, let's get this word out to many people. Also, remember, go to our Power Life TV channel and, and like, subscribe and hit the notification button. Amen. Right. Amen. Well, we'll be back tomorrow. Let us bless you today. Uh, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus, Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Amen. Amen.